Alrighty, guys. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. A little bit of Pennywise to get you guys back into the Daily Beat. I'm your host, Austin Gerke. And for today's show, although this is the debut of the... Well, not the debut, but the return of the daily portion of the show. It's going to be very, very light today. Just going to give you the MLB picks. Going to give you my thoughts on the weekend that was in college football. In fact, give you the update on the AP Top 25 as it goes down. Or not as it goes down, but as it was revealed this morning. Plus the top headlines. Otherwise, that's about it. So let's get this show on the road. Let's go ahead and start with the baseball picks for my Yankee fans. And maybe for all of baseball fans, you're going to have to wait one more day to see if Aaron Judge gets closer to 62 because the game that was supposed to be played uh, today got postponed and moved to tomorrow. Uh, so there will be a doubleheader tomorrow. That just means you have one chance to see Aaron Judge tomorrow because I don't think he's going to play in both games tomorrow. He might get one home run on Wednesday, but we'll see on that. But right now the home run total is at 54. The Tampa Bay Rays keep the pressure on in the AL East. It's still a five-game lead. Toronto is still put Toronto is now putting the pressure on the Yankees. Now they are five and a half back in the East. And the Dodgers keep on winning. So let's go ahead and give you the game picks for today. No Yankees, so cross your or not cross your fingers, but for most of the country you should be thankful for that, kind of, or happy, who knows. But anyway, here are the updated or in-progress games. There's two going underway right now. You got Mets-Pirates uh, scoreless right now, top of the first. And then you got the Red Sox and Rays underway right now. That is one of the five games to watch tonight. Uh, Blue Jays-Orioles is the second game to watch tonight. The third game is the Rangers and Astros. The Astros are looking to chase down the Dodgers for the best record in, in all of baseball. So that's series number three. Series number four, let's get to some playoff implications here. Uh, of course, you got the Giants and Dodgers, a historic rivalry here out west. The Dodgers look to just continue to have their dominance. Let's see the pitching matchup tonight. Okay, you got Blake Anderson on the hill tonight. Okay. Alright, that'll be a good start. So, Giants-Dodgers is series number four, and then series number five, the only other one with playoff implications, is the D-backs and the Padres. The Padres hold that third wild card spot in the National League. And it's getting a little dicey for all of you down there in San Diego. So again, for the five series to watch for today, you got Red Sox Rays, a Blue Jays Orioles, Rangers Astros, the D-backs and the Padres, and the Giants and the Dodgers. So a very light day in the world of baseball, but only playoff picks from here on out. And a lot of implications here with 
the rest of this beautiful month of September to go, only those picks will be involved. So here are, well now I'm just going to jump right into the college basketball picks. For my NASCAR fans, your boy continues to just have another bad year as far as picks are concerned. Eric Jones spoils the non-playoff party, or spoils the playoff opener. He's the 17th different winner of the season, but since he is not a part of the playoffs, it doesn't advance him at all. It just kind of tightens up the points standings. Speaking of which, Chase Elliott, my original pick for Darlington, did have a bad day. In fact, spun out, broke... The tow link in his car, so he broke a little piece of it in his car, piece of his car, and the a uh, the shock arm, or basically a bunch of car parts under it. He couldn't fix it in time, and had to wrap it up for the day. But that is your NASCAR update. I'm still over so far in the playoffs. I'm thinking it would be a fresh start, but right now I'm over one on the playoff side of things and if I had to go back to a running total I think I'm three for 27 on the season so it's like a one one out of every nine which isn't which ain't very good but it's still worth seeing but there's your NASCAR recap with that said now I'm gonna jump into the college basketball or not college basketball one I'm See, still got to work the kinks out here for the daily stuff. But anyway, let's go into the college football stuff. The SEC flexed its muscles this weekend. They went 13-1 overall. The one loss was the insane game between Florida State and LSU on Sunday night where it came down to LSU almost tying the game with an extra point, but it got blocked. Had that game gone to overtime, who knows? Maybe LSU would have won. Would have been in 14-0 for the SEC, but nothing changed there. And like I said on Friday with Florida, or not Florida, Georgia and Oregon, just I just felt. Now I have Alabama winning the SEC, so Bulldog fans, I'm I'm con I was convinced that she beat Oregon. That's fine. There was no doubt in my mind about that. But it just, that did not look pretty. Almost was right on Utah. In fact, it came down to the final seconds and Cam Rising threw a pick late that sealed the deal. But thankfully it's only week one. Let's get to the AP Top 25. Let me open up the ESPN app really quickly. And then just read you out how it looks right now. And then... In fact, since this is the return of college football Tuesday, too. Uh, for my college football fans, for the rest of this year, even when the NFL gets started here in four days... Uh, I will set out this entire day. Tuesday is purely college football, which means I'll just recap the scores, give you my thoughts on whatever the games I watched, and then I'll highlight some matchups I'm looking forward to for the next week, which there are plenty of heading into week two. But 
Let's go ahead and give you the top 25 as it is right now. Because it did get released today. Alabama stays at number one after their very convincing win over Utah State. Georgia, after that huge thumping, moves up to number two. Ohio State, yes, you beat Notre Dame 21-10. But it took you a long time to finally get the double digits to happen. You had slipped down to number three. Michigan, after their convincing win over Colorado State in Ann Arbor, Playing the two-quarterback system, which, by the way, J.J. McCarthy does look really good to probably be the starter going forward. I know Harbaugh wants to play this little game of, well, I want the two-quarterback system, I want the competition, yada, yada. Please. By the time they get into Big Ten play and have to play Penn State, they got to play Indiana, although it's a very favorable schedule. But once they get into Penn State... Illinois, Indiana, especially once they got to play Michigan State for the Paul Bunyan game or when they got to play Minnesota and their rivalry stuff, the starters got to be J.J. McCarthy going forward. I know Harbaugh wants to run the ball more, but with McCarthy in there, that offense does look a little different. It does look more explosive from the quarterback position. And McCarthy needs to be the starter going forward. But anyway, that's my thought on Michigan there. Clemson, after their win last night, moves up to five. You should beat Georgia Tech going away. That team has that team did not look good. Oh, you know, going on your first play on a deep ball and an interception, that's not good. Although, DJ Uyunglele couldn't quite. He didn't look impressive, but he did good enough for the win. You know, okay, fine, you should. You should beat Georgia Tech in your opener, but it is what it is. A&M is at 6. OU is at 7. Notre Dame stays in the top 10 at 8. Baylor moves up to 9. USC, after their win over Rice, is at 10. Oklahoma State at 11, Florida at 12, Utah over 13, by the way. Almost was right, and if Cam Rising would have just ran the ball, and they would have gone for the field goal. Who knows, maybe Utah would have gotten out of Gainesville with the win, and I'd be cheering a lot more eh, that way towards the end here. Michigan State, 14, Miami at 15, Arkansas 16, Pitt at 17, NC State at 18, Wisconsin at 19, Kentucky at 20. Watch, Kentucky's going to get up to the top 15 here by week three, and then they're going to fall off at a quick. BYU 21, Ole Miss at 22, Wake Forest at 23, Tennessee at 24, and Houston rounds it out at 25th in the AP poll. With that, I'm going to go ahead and get you guys set for next week. Let's go into week two. Uh, for this show alone, I'm only going to focus on the top 25 stuff. When you get to Prediction Friday, I'll uh, pick the rant. I'll pick throughout all the windows, the 12 o'clock window, the 4 o'clock window, or the 9 o'clock window, the 12 o'clock window. I'm speaking here on West Coast Times. The 9 o'clock window, the 12 o'clock window, the 4 o'clock window, and then the... Conference after dark games, 6.30 to 7 o'clock games. 
I'll get to those on Friday, but for this show alone, I'll just highlight the matchups next week inside the top 25. You got a big one for Steve Sarkeesian in Austin against Alabama. Okay. I I mean, right now, Alabama's favored by 20. I... If I had to go with the score right now, it won't be 20. First, you know, Alabama could at least get 30 easily. Still have to watch a little bit of Texas. I didn't catch up on any of them yet. So... I still have a lot to be, there's still a lot to be seen with Texas for me, but I would take Alabama right now. Again, these are just soft predictions. Let's see. Um, Ohio State, Arkansas State. Ohio State should win that. Miami should beat Southern Miss. Arkansas, South Carolina, the SEC opener for both those teams. Way to go for the Razorbacks, by the way. They had to eke out the win over Cincinnati, but... Way to go for the Razorbacks there. Uh, Wake Forest should beat Vanderbilt. Uh, North Carolina State beats Charleston Southern. Utah in their home opener should beat Southern Utah going away. Notre Dame brings in Marshall. That game will be on NBC on Saturday. Take Notre Dame there. Clemson in their home debut should take over. Should beat up Furman. Texas A&M, App State. You know what? For that game... If I'm an Aggie fan right now, yeah, your team looked good. But after what App State did in North Carolina, where what was it, 63-61, combined total of 124 points, and it came down to a failed two-point conversion, App State's offense is nothing to mess with right now. Albeit, it's week one, but... Oh... That game's going to be a lot closer. Let's check the early line as it is right now. Uh, Texas A&M and 18.5. I would go a lot lower. I would expect it to probably be two touchdowns by Friday. Uh, Wisconsin-Washington State. Badgers should win that one. Georgia should beat Sanford. Michigan State beating Akron. Houston beating Texas Tech. Oklahoma... Meh. Anthony Richardson in Florida takes on Kentucky next week after what... And by the way, for all you Florida fans, I'm not bashing you guys. I'm not. Anthony Richardson did save you. He played well. That Florida def... Or not Florida. That Utah defense did wear down late. And I do think he'll beat Kentucky going away right now. But... See, USC, Stanford, I'd take the Trojans right now. Michigan and Hawaii right now. Uh, J.J. Mc... Speaking of Michigan, uh, you got J.J. McCarthy right now. Harbaugh says we'll get the start against the Rainbow Warriors. So with that, I'd go Michigan and then BYU and Baylor. I'm going to go with Baylor over the Cougars. Future conference opponents, by the way. Because I think Baylor's defense, especially with Dave Aranda, it's gotten a little better. So I still got to see a little bit of Baylor, but right now that's who I would go with over BYU. But those are the picks as of now. It could all change based on injuries, but that's what it is right now. Let's see how much time I have left. Okay, I got four. I got 13 minutes, so let's 
go ahead, go through the headlines very quickly. Uh, let's see. Ooh. This is an interesting story. Uh, the Bears have planned... Chicago Bears conceptual plans to build a 326-acre property includes construction of a dome stadium. Ooh, this is interesting. The Bears released their conceptual plan Tuesday for the development of a 326-acre Arlington Park property, which includes the construction of a dome stadium in what the organization is calling one of the largest development projects in Illinois state history. The Bears envision a plan Envision building a multi-purpose entertainment district anchored by a new best-in-class enclosed stadium, providing Chicago land with a new home worthy of hosting global events such as the Super Bowls, college football playoffs, and Final Fours. The Bears penned an open letter vowing to not seek public funding for direct stadium structure. That's BS, but go ahead, you can always say that. Um, but expressed a desire to... With ver to <clears throat> With various government agencies, so yes, it is taxpayer-funded, whether they want to believe it or not, um, governmental agencies to secure additional funding and assistance for the remainder of the development, which would also include restaurants, office space, a hotel, fitness center, new parks, and open spaces. So the Bears are looking to move out of Soldier Field, we just don't know when exactly. Let's see. Last September, the Bears took a step toward leaving historic Soldier Field when they signed a $197.2 million purchase and sale agreement with Churchill Downs Incorporated for the property in suburban Arlington Heights after the track which has hosted thoroughbred racing since 1927, was put up for sale. Okay. So this is just a story of, hey, the Bears are getting closer to leaving Soldier Field. They're saying it won't be publicly funded, but yet they want governmental agencies to kind of help fund this. So, yes, in essence, it is indirectly, but it'll be the largest in Illinois state history. A lot of hyperbole, but... All right, let's check the news one more time, see if there's any other updates here. Okay, otherwise... All right, we're good. So, with that said, and the first show back in the Daily Beat, thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. Don't forget, you can listen to this show on Podbean, and just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to this show on Spotify, Apple, if you know the trick, Google, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, SoundCloud, Podchaser, Podvine, anywhere you can find this show. Or if you're like an expert at jailbreaking stuff or finding a way around the third-party stuff, you can find this show anywhere. You can also watch this show on Rumble.com. Just search for the username ADGurky. That's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E on Rumble. Again, that is A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E on Rumble to watch this show. Please make sure this search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe and you'll have, I believe this is episode 404. Could be 403 or 404. Uh, if you're watching on Rumble, you can always comment in the video later. Speaking of comments, if you want post-episode interaction, 
You can follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Gerke. You can also follow me directly on Instagram at Austis Pamonti. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. Or you can search for the show's hashtag, which is hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast. Or, or you can also follow the show's Facebook page, which is hashtag with not hashtag it is the austin's audit podcast on facebook again that's the austin's audit podcast just go to facebook.com you guys all know the drill from there just search for the austin's audit podcast on facebook and you will get this show with that said that is it for today um yeah that is it for today Tomorrow is the return of Headline Wednesday, which actually I might switch to Opinion Wednesday because really I'm just going to go through the headlines, give you the in-progress stuff, the in-progress baseball stuff, see if Aaron Judge hit a home run on during Game 1 of the doubleheader tomorrow, give you a running update on that and see where it helps the Yankees. Maybe if Stanton returns, who knows. But until then, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace out. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.